Welcome everyone to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. I am Mark Morell, aka Mark Knight, the co-host of this uh, podcast with Dietrich Davis. And today I'm going to talk about Jushin Thunder Liger. Now, for many of you who know Jushin Thunder Liger is to be inducted in this year's WWE Hall of Fame, a prestigious honor given to a lot of the best wrestlers past, present, and of many different generations. Liger is definitely um, not of the exception because he is definitely one of the greatest of all time, and he definitely deserves this honor. But I want to talk about his um, evolution. I want to talk about... um, what he's done to contribute to the sport of professional wrestling and why he definitely deserves this nod to becoming the Hall of Famer that he is. Now, so here's some very interesting stuff. Um, Liger got his start in 1984. He was a young boy in the New Japan dojos. And although many people focus on the three musketeers, Shinya Hashimoto, Masachono, and the great Muda, um, Keiji Muto, um, Jushin Thunder Liger was also a part of that class. He trained with, um, these guys as he was getting started. Um, also, he went to high school with, uh, all Japan legend Toshiaki Kawada, Dangerous K. Um, he was an amateur wrestler there in high school, and, um, I believe, um, he lost to Kawada in his, um, national championship tournament final but as he went to take the test to become an, a new japan pro wrestler he wasn't able to um get in because he was short you know um there was a height requirement at the dojo at the time so liger not being one to give up he went on excursion he went to mexico to begin his training and um he did pretty well even though he was broke, hungry, and starving, and so forth. Uh, the New Japan guys told him to come on back, and they brought him back into the dojo, and he trained. And then um, he had his debut match against um, Shinji Kasugi um, before he put on the Liger outfit. Now, this was before his um, start as Liger. Um he went to study different martial arts styles. He learned different techniques. And one of the techniques he um, picked up was his rolling kick, um, which made him famous, which he made famous. He also participated in um, that year's um, Young Lions Cup. And um, he went all the way to the finals and he lost to Shinji Kasugi. And this was in 1985. And then he also competed in the Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament. And he lost to Black Tiger um, that year in 1986. And then he faced uh, Nobuhiko Takata um, going after that title, but wasn't able to make it. Then after that, he went to England. He went over there to master the English styles. And he went on to feud against uh, the likes of uh, Mark Rocco, who would eventually become Black Tiger number one. Um, who, who actually was Black Tiger number one, the original Black Tiger. Um, he had um, feuded with him over the World Middle Heavyweight Championship on two occasions. And then from there, um, 
he went back to England after he left England, excuse me. After he left England, he went back to Japan and um, he started wrestling under Liger, the name Jushin Thunder Liger. But also in the midst of this too, uh, prior to that, he also went to train in Calgary. He went to train with the Hearts, worked over there um, with the Hart family, worked for Stampede for a little bit, and uh, he wrestled under his name, his real name, Kenichi Yamada, and he's done very, very well. And he really prided himself working there as well. And then um, also, when he came back to New Japan, that's when he started wrestling under the, the gimmick Jushin Thunder Liger based on the anime series by manga artist Go Nagai. Um, New Japan figured that he can capture lightning in a bottle twice since they were successful with um, the original Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask 1, and that was a real, real hit because everyone knows that Tiger Mask is a legend. And um, they figured, well, hey, why not? Um, we can do the same thing with Liger, and Liger's persona began to work. Now, from there, with that success... You know, Liger has gone on to become an 11-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. He also um, helped co-create the J-Crown uh, Championship. He's competed in pretty much all of the um, major um, Japanese wrestling promotions to capture their Junior Heavyweight titles, their Light Heavyweight titles, not only in Japan, but in Mexico as well. He's held titles in CMLL. He's held titles in NOAA. Um, he's done quite a bit. He's also a successful um, holder of the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships as well. Um, one of the more Herald tapes and DVDs that I would definitely recommend for you guys to ever watch with Jushin Liger, you must watch the Super J Cup 1994. You gotta see that. It is one of the most herald wrestling DVDs of all time. And you must see that. Um, in 1996, Liger um, had to undergo brain surgery. He had a tumor in his brain. He had to remove that. And um, that kind of put a slowdown to his career. But he came back from that and uh, got better than ever. And went on to do some really great things. One of the first times I ever got a chance to see Liger, of course, was in WCW in the early 90s. Taking on the likes of uh, Brian Pillman, Brad Armstrong, and um, Scotty Flamingo, a.k.a. Raven, for the WCW uh, Light Heavyweight Championship. They were really looking to really pick up the pace with the Light Heavyweights. And they figured that they can build a division not only around guys like Brad Armstrong... But they were featuring guys like Liger and they were featuring other light heavyweights like Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero and so forth down the road. But um, he had a tremendous run with that light heavyweight belt. And that would not only be the first time that um, he would take on Brian Pillman in a historical moment. In fact, um, they only not only wrestled in the opening contest for Super Brawl of, uh, I believe, 1991, but they also wrestled naturally, of course, in the very first ever match for Monday Nitro at the um, Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Liger's also gone on to take on a lot of pro wrestlers, so there's a who's who of um, all of the wrestlers that Liger has faced. He's faced um, 
the original Black Tiger. He's also wrestled Black Tiger 2. Um, he's also wrestled Black Tiger 3 and also Black Tiger 4. He's wrestled all four Black Tigers. He so he wrestled Mark Rocco, Rollerball Rocco, which was one. Um, Takaiwa, who is Black Tiger number two. Rocky Mar- R- Rocky Marrero, um, Marrero. I don't know why I'm saying Marrero. Rocky Romero. Asuka Rocky Mar- Romero as Black Tiger 3. And, of course, no, I'm, I'm wrong for that. Eddie Guerrero as Black Tiger 3. And Rocky Romero as Black Tiger 4. So he's wrestled all four Black Tigers. He's wrestled against... Um, Black Tiger, I mean Tiger Mask 3 and Tiger Mask 4. He's wrestled them and he's also wrestled with them in tag matches, primarily with Tiger Mask 4, where they've held numerous and multiple IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Um, like I said, Liger was also one of those guys who was a part of the um, J Crown formation, which was the um, eight Junior Heavyweight and Cruiserweight titles, um, which was a big deal. Also, um, he's wrestled Owen Hart in uh, numerous IWGP Junior Heavyweight title matches and um, a hidden gem if you just so happen to go onto the New Japan site, which you'll find those matches, by the way. Um, You'll see a match with him versus Randy Macho Man Savage, which took place July 17th of that year. So that was actually pretty badass. And he also won... The two Super J Cup tournaments, which he's been the mastermind behind in 1995 and in 2000. Liger also had his um, taste in the heavyweight division, which I'll get into in a little bit. But he also wrestled the Great Muda in a match which produced the Kishin Liger gimmick. Now, the Kishin Liger basically is his... um, Devil Liger gimmick, um, where he basically wrestles like the Great Muda. All you got to do is just really just push him to the edge, do something to really get him going, and uh, boom, Liger will unveil this um, white face-painted persona where he would just be an uncontrollable heel, and he would just tear people apart. And the first person that got that was the great Muda because Muda has uh, uh, had done some things to him in a match in October of 1996. Um, a lot of underhanded tactics, but Liger uh, kept fighting and kept putting up the good fight. Muda tore off his mask. And when he tore off his mask, that's when he stood up and revealed the Kishin Liger face paint and started spitting the mist in his face. And you saw all of the Japanese writings on um, Liger's chest and so forth. So it was a really, really intense thing. So you can definitely see, if you want to see some of the Kishin Liger stuff, you'll find that up there on the New Japan World matches. He also did this again in 2006, taking on uh, Hido, where Hido cut his hair, and then Liger came back about revenge to take on uh, Kishin Liger and to basically destroy him. And he also did the same thing too against Tai Chi. When Tai when Tai Chi took his mask in 2012 and tore it to pieces, he tore Tai Chi a new asshole. And then the last time that he um, donned the Kishin Liger 
um, persona. It was in his feud against Minoru Suzuki. Now, there's a backstory with that. Suzuki was supposed to take on Sasaki Kensuke in a um, MMA fight. And uh, Sasaki backed out of it. So Liger took on the uh, the challenge and took on uh, Suzuki in this uh, match. Now, in the process of this, Liger lost. And then they made a vow to one another that they needed to have this match one more time. So that they would... Um, before either of them were to ever retire, they needed to face off against each other again. And it happened. And it happened last year as they were starting to wind down Liger's career. Um, Suzuki made sure that he got a piece of Liger, so he just so happened to take the mask. And then he also happened to, he also just happened to drive him to that point to where Liger came back at him with the Kishin Liger um, gimmick. And he beat Kishin Liger by DQ, Minoru Suzuki. He got that DQ win over him. And then I'll get into the final match between him and Suzuki later on as I progress forward. Liger also competed into the heavyweight division as well. Um, and I'll read this for you like this. At that time, during the, during uh, 2000, Ricky Choshu was the booker and he wanted to de-emphasize the junior heavyweight division. Liger wrestled heavyweights without wearing the uh, upper body portion of his bodysuit and his mask without the horns. So, in his first match, as a heavyweight in um, 1994, he wrestled Shinya Hashimoto in a non-title champion versus champion match. And this would be the first time now that you would start to see that this was the genesis of the um, anniversary shows where... Um, light heavyweights would take on the heavyweights. Well, in this particular case, a special singles match would take place between the two uh, champions of their respective divisions in these matches. So um, Liger helped spearhead that, you know. Um, Liger also turned heel. He formed the <laughs> he formed the faction called CTU, Controlled Terrorism Unit. With um, Hiroki Goto, Minoru Tanaka, Black Tiger Number Four, Jado and Gato, Prince Devitt, and Jamie Noble. Now, I would think that to a degree, this will kind of sort of be the way that they were doing stuff at this time. So then, afterwards, uh, Jushin Liger retired the uh, CTU um, group, and then he joined up with Masachono's Legend Stable. And that ran um, pretty good from 2010 all the way up to 2010. After when uh, Choshu, Chono, and um, Akira um, had left Nogami. Akira Nogami had left New Japan Pro Wrestling. So from there, Liger, of course, like I mentioned, he teamed up with um, Black Tiger 4. I mean, excuse me, Tiger Mask number 4. Staying outside of the junior heavyweight singles division and concentrating on winning the junior tag belts. And um, they held on to those belts for quite some time. One of his last shots was against um, Kushida, which he lost. He put over Kushida, um, who's now wrestling for NXT. Now, this match took place at Wrestling Duntaku 2016. So you can definitely go to New Japan's um, world and check that out. And then he brought back the... Um, actually, in 2017, he wrestled in his final best of the Super Junior Tournament, um, which he lost. Um, his last match was against um, Taichi. Everybody hates Tai Chi. <laughs> and then, of course, 
He lost to Taji Ishimori when Taji Ishimori won the title. Um, they fought against each other at the anniversary show in 2019 in March. And then the following day, this is when Liger decided to announce his retirement. And um, he went on his retirement tour. Now, in the midst of him going on this retirement tour, you know, he had what I thought was the match of the year last year against uh, Minoru Suzuki, which was the very last match that they had. And um, Suzuki beat Liger in the match via tap out, which was the return match of the final return match of their MMA encounter, even though they've had matches beforehand. But just the build up to this was just a really incredible match. And Minoru Suzuki showed the ultimate sign of respect by dropping down to his knees and bowing to a laid out Jushin Thunder Liger in the middle of the ring. And then from there, we would go on to see uh, Liger wrestle in his two retirement matches, January 5th and January 4th. Um, the big tag match that he was in, it was um, himself, um, Taguchi, uh, Naoki Sano, and um, El Samurai, and Koshinaka, and all of the and Tiger Mask and all of the greats that were involved in his career, Strong Kobayashi and so many others, all of those guys that were involved in his career that were implementing and influential in his career, they all took on Liger in this match and Liger lost. Then the following night, him and Aoki Sano, his rival, his his lifelong rival, took on Hiromu Takahashi and Dragon Lee, a.k.a. Ryu Lee, in um, his final match. And Hiromu got the pin over Jushin Thunder Liger, signing the end of his in-ring career for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Interesting side note. Although Liger has wrestled in the United States, he never debuted in the WWE or on WWE television until um, TakeOver Brooklyn in 2015 when he took on Tyler Breeze. And that was very interesting. Because that was the same night that the um, ROH show was going on at the uh, Cyclone Stadium in um, Coney Island. But Liger's never, like I said, Liger's never wrestled for WWE in North America. But however, Jushin Thunder Liger did wrestle for WWE in 1990. He made his official WWE debut April 13th, 1990 at the Wrestling Summit in the Tokyo Dome, which was a three-way, three-promotion brand show, which was put on by WWE, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. So this was the first joint card that the WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and All Japan Pro Wrestling put on together. And... Off the top of my head, some of the matches that stood out from those cards was um, Hulk Hogan and Tenru versus the Road Warriors, Bret Hart versus Black Tiger number two, which was the legendary and great Mitsuharu Masawa under that mask. The Ultimate Warrior defended the WWE World Heavyweight title against Ted DiBiase. 
Um, and Jushin Thunder Liger took on Akira Nogami, who was a part of the Legend Stable with him, with uh, Chono and Riki Choshu. So it's interesting that this bit of history comes out that um, Liger wrestled in the wrestled for all three promotions in one night. That's some great shit. So you guys can definitely take a look at that. I believe that the um the wrestling summit might be on the WWE Network. I'm not too sure. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But I will say you guys got to definitely take a look into that match with um Randy Macho Man Savage. That's a gem right there. Um, when I had um spoke about Randy Savage's uh, passing on Facebook, um, one of the things I talked about was a match with him and Liger. You know, because there weren't too many matches of Randy Savage over there in Japan. Yeah, there's one of him taking on uh, Rick Steiner. You know, but for him to take on Jushin Thunder Liger was a very interesting match. And I wish that WCW could have and should have had this match done in the States. I think that's pay-per-view worthy and it should have been done. It really should have been done. One of Liger's um, first set of matches in WCW, of course, he was feuding with uh, Brian Pillman over the light heavyweight title, and um, he defeated like he defeated Pillman for the title at a house show in Atlanta, Georgia, and then he would drop the belt to Pillman at Super Brawl Two, which is what I called, which was the first time that I saw that Liger um, took on Brian Pillman, and that was the opening contest, to be exact, you know. Um, as a matter of fact, yes, I do believe that it was the opening contest. Yes, it was. Um, Pillman did beat, um, Liger for that championship belt, which was a pretty nice belt, by the way. And I think that WCW really dropped the ball on that one. They should have really did something with that championship because they had a lot of light heavyweights. Then between 1995 and 99, Liger also appeared once again. Like I said, he... Uh, took on Brian Pillman in the first ever match at the Ball of America on Monday Nitro. He would then go on to take on Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio Jr., and uh, Juventu Guerrera, and Conan as well for challenging him for that um, United States Heavyweight Championship at Slamboree 1996. So that was the first American heavyweight title that Jushin Thunder Liger was competing for, but he lost. And... One of the controversial matches. He lost the light, the light the junior heavyweight championship uh, to Juventud Guerrero uh, on Monday Nitro, thanks to a booking to a certain guy named Vince Russo. Uh, he ended up beating Psychosis to regain the belt back because Juventud broke his arm, so. Um, New Japan decided not to um, acknowledge that title change. They did not acknowledge Juventud Guerrero's run as champion until 2000. And Liger was referred as a 10-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion up until that point. But he is an 11-time champion. Liger's also wrestled in Ring of Honor. Um, he took on uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. In a singles match in November 5th, 
2004 at the Weekend of Thunder shows. Um, and he beat him with the Brain Buster. Then um, Liger took on Samoa Joe as his tag team partner to take on um, Loki and um, Daniel Bryan. Then in 2010, at their debut show as a part of Wrestle Reunion 4, Liger lost to Austin Aries in a singles match. And that was his first ROH match in five years. Then he came back and he went to challenge um, Adam Cole for the ROH world title in May of, 20, May of 2014 at the Supercard of Honor 9. And then he went to take on um, Jay Lethal for the ROH TV title, which he lost. And um, he came back to take on Silas Young in 2016 which he lost. And then he teamed up with Delirious and Mystico to challenge Dalton Castle and the boys for the ROH six-man tag team titles, which they lost. Trust me, there's nothing wrong with losing, guys. But it feels even better to win. Ligo also had his run in Impact Wrestling. He took on uh, Samoa Joe, losing to him uh, in October of 2005. Then in 2006, he took on uh, Christopher Daniels. Um, and this match was supposed to be taking place in a steel cage. Um, he canceled the match because um, Liger does not wrestle in steel cages. Um, and then he was the captain of um, the New Japan team in the 2006 X Division World Cup, where they defeated Team Canada. Uh he also went on, he was eliminated out of the X-Cup gauntlet that night, and uh, Team Japan lost. Liger's also a big hit down in Mexico, guys. Liger made uh, some short trips working for CMLL, which was New Japan's Mexican Associate promotion. He took place in the uh, 2007 International Grand Prix and was the captain of the non-Mexican wrestlers um, team. Uh, Liger was the last man eliminated in that match against Ultimo Guerrero, Guerrero who is the current uh, CMLL heavyweight champion. He was teaming with Akamura, uh, Naito, and um, Yujiro Takahashi as La Ola Amarillo, the Yellow Wave. At the uh, 76th anniversary show, um, they defeated the team of Atlanta's Black Warrior and Hector Garza. Then the following week, Liger went to challenge for Ultima Girls World Heavyweight title, which he lost. And he also failed to regain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title from Mystico, a.k.a. Sin Cara, a.k.a. Mystiz, the original Mystico. Then he defeated Negro Casas for the CMLL World Middleweight Championship in Fukuoka, Japan. Um... At the uh, Wrestling Duntaku show in 2010. That was a great match. You can see that on the New Japan World site as well. And then of course. Um, he went on to defeat. Tama Tonga and her, um, El Taribre. For the CMLL World Tag Team titles. Um, then they lost the belts back to. Ray Bucanero and Tama Tonga as well. And then of course. CMLL hosted a retirement show for Liger. Where he defeated Caristico, um, Negro Casas, and Ultimo Guerrero in a relievo CMLL match. 
And then, of course, he's done a lot of independence throughout his time. And um, like I said, he also had that um, MMA match with Sasaki Kinsuke. And this was in Pancras in November of 2002. So um, this was a match that set up the feud between him and Suzuki over the course of time. So I'll run down some of the um, titles that Liger has won and has competed against and has um, gained throughout his years as a pro wrestler. He was the world middle heavyweight champion two times over at All-Star Wrestling. He was the CMLL Universal Champion, the world middleweight champion and world tag team champion. He was the Dragon Gate Open the Dream Gate champion. He was Jersey All-Pro light heavyweight champion. He held the Michinoku Pro British Commonwealth Junior Heavyweight title twice and is a participant in the Super J Cup. He won that one in 2000. He was the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion. He held that twice. He was also, of course, naturally the NWA Welterweight Champion. He was the WWA World Junior Light Heavyweight Champion. He was the War International Junior Heavyweight Champion. Um, he was also the WWF Light Heavyweight Champion. Because at that time, that belt was a part of the J-Crown. Right? He is a six-time IWGP uh, Junior Tag Team Champion. 11 times holder of the Junior Heavyweight Championship for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, he was the Outstanding Wrestler of the, the Year for 2000. Best Tag Bout 2003 winner, Young Lion Cup participant, 1986, and um, the number one contender tournament winner for the Junior Heavyweight title in 1990. He co-held the Osaka Pro Tag Team title with Takehiro Murahama. He was ranked number eight in 2000 in the PWF, PWI 500. Ranked number 12 in 2003. Ranked number 47 in the top 100 tag teams of PWI years with El Samurai in 2003. He was the Pro Wrestling Noah GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion one time. He held the junior tag belts with Tiger Mask. He also held the NTVG Plus Cup um, with Tiger Mask, which was their tag division title. He won the Revolution Pro British J Cup. He also <clears throat> was Tokyo Sports Newcomer Award winner in 1985 and the Outstanding Performance Award in 1994. He was the WCW Light Heavyweight Champion. He was the War International Junior Heavyweight Champion, Tag Team Champion with El Samurai, and he won the Super J Cup. Um, he was in the Super J Cup that year. He had the best gimmick. Best high-flying wrestler for four years. Best technical wrestler for three years. Uh, best wrestling maneuver for two years, which was the Shooting Star Press. Match of the year with his rival Naoki Sano, January 31st in Osaka, Japan. Most outstanding wrestler between 1990 and 1992. Rookie of the year in 1984 tied with Tom Zink and the Observer... Um, newsletter Hall of Fame class of 1999 and last but certainly not least 
his induction into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2020, like I said, which will be on hold for the time being due to the fact that he has, um, you know, well, not he, but because of this uh, COVID-19 taking place throughout the world, um, the Hall of Fame has been put on hold. Liger has also wrestled in some uh, mass versus mass matches. He's defeated the Pegasus Kid and took his mask in Summer Struggle 1991. He also beat Tiger Mask number three, um, Koji Kanemoto, at Battlefield January 4th, 1994, at the Dome um, for his mask. So Liger has never lost a Mascara con Mascara match. And, of course, he is uh, 0-1 in mixed martial arts, losing to Minoru Suzuki in a rear-naked choke. And that match took place November 30th, 20, 2002. About to say 2020. So, there you have it, folks. That's the um, retrospective and history of Jushin Thunder Liger. If you like this episode, please let me know. Let us know that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, feel free to reach us on all of our social media feeds. This is Mark Morell, a.k.a. Mark Knight, and I am signing off here with Wrestlers With Experience, and we will see you again. <laughs>